0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Here in Conway, Scotty Pippen Court hanging out, talking a little football. Sure, why not at the basketball arena. Nathan Brown joining me here courtside. And we're about 50 minutes away from tipping this one off between Hendricks and and Central Arkansas, a little noon game, Coach. I'd like to see some more noon football games next fall. You get a Thursday game, though, right, start the season next year?
0: Yeah, uh, we get to host Missouri State, start the year out. Uh, Coach Petrino and and that crew will come down, obviously coming off a really good season again, and Mm -hmm. uh, he's done a great job there. But, yeah, we'll open on the uh, opening Thursday night of of, of college footballs here in Conway, which I always enjoy in-week games here at UCA, I think if you get great student attendance. I think I think the, the community and Central Arkansas community comes out, and our players enjoy it as well. So you had
1: two players, Coach, get some national recognition today, All-American honors for uh, – from a, this is from Stats Perform, and no surprise here, Tyler Hudson makes first-team All-American. And Darius Hale, guy, uh, a guy that a lot of people didn't know much about coming in, I know you were high on him in your whole running back room, but uh, named third-team. All-American, and he was a freshman All-American. Had an incredible first season, among the nation's leaders in touchdowns rushing and total touchdowns. Did you expect anything close to what he did this year, especially when you considered the
0: receivers you guys
1: had and how much you tried to feed them?
0: Well, I, I don't know that you can ever expect somebody to get close to twenty touchdowns. I mean, that that's that's a rarity, and so for. For Darius to have the season he had, especially as a true freshman, not even a redshirt freshman, makes it even that much more, uh, you know, it, it, surprising. But, uh, but again, you know, Darius was a highly recruited kid. Uh, he also enrolled early in the spring. You're seeing that more and more. Matter of fact, we signed. Uh, four, four high school kids uh, last, last Wednesday that are planning on enrolling early as well. So you're seeing that more and more. That's becoming more and more of a trend. Darius got here, got 15 practices under his belt, got an off-season uh, off end before, before really his recruiting class got on campus. And so um, that's so valuable, that time spent with the team and just, just learning the offense and learning what it takes to be a college athlete um, and then and then, just his ability. I mean, the kid's going to – if he, he continues to progress the way he is, I mean, that, he's got the body type and the physical ability and, and, and honestly, the speed at his size uh, to make money doing this one day, I have no doubt. Well,
1: you know, we hear about early enrollment a lot, and everybody acts like, oh, it's such a big impact. And you just talked about his – you know, what it meant to him. Is that typical, though, or is it – does it not make that big of a difference as far as guys playing right away in the fall as younger players coming in early?
0: I think it's positional. So, like, you, you get a kid on offense where, you, you, you know, on offense, it, it, believe it or not, obviously, but people have their own opinions whether an offensive or defensive coach. But it takes a little more to learn offense. There's a little bit more sophistication to it. There's a little bit more ins and outs of, of learning a, a college-style offense offense. Um, On defense, a lot of that's just running and hitting, you know, being physical, you know, so you can see a lot of younger defensive players play early uh, because of that reason. So not, you know, seeing a defensive guy come in early, yeah, that's like icing on the cake, but it's not going to necessarily affect the fall. You get a running back, a young running back or a young quarterback or an offensive lineman, you would love to have 15 practices with them uh, to where they can come in, learn the offense, learn the speed of the game and all that. So, um, so yeah, I think I think it, it definitely holds value to, uh, to, to players and, and their ability to play early on.
1: This season did not go the way I think anybody anticipated with the talent you guys had coming back, and we talked about it in the preseason. This is one of the most, if not the most, talented rosters you've had. But you know, again, a lot of near misses. We were talking about that with the Detroit Lions earlier today. They got a big win this weekend, yep. but a lot of near misses this year. And with the parity we see in college, bas- or college football rather, and of the pros, a player or two here or there, and that really is what it came down to for you guys in a lot of games this year.
0: Yeah, it really did. And and that's unfortunate. We were on the butt end of that uh, for a lot of the year. And and I think a, a, as a member. Um, or a fan of the University of Central Arkansas football program, you've became accustomed to a lot of those games bouncing our way, and they just didn't this year, and it, so that's frustrating. That's obviously um, something you're 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 trying to put a, a a pinpoint on in the off season to figure out how to get it corrected, um, and we will. And, and bottom line is is um, you know we had a lot of. You know, older, upperclassmen players that have won a lot of games and, and been a part of a lot of foot, uh, good football teams. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited about this young group we've got coming back. Um, we've got some fresh talent coming in as well. That's a high school, junior college, and even four-year transfer guys. Um, so it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a, going to be a challenge in 2022 with the schedule we're playing. Uh, but but what year isn't a challenge? We always play a tough schedule, and that's that's the exciting part, part about being at UCA is uh, you're going to play against the best at our level, and and uh, next year's going to be no different. So I'm looking forward to it
1: how has the you know i know there's some changes because jacksonville state obviously sort of changed course and went to conference usa but how, how do you see the a Sun coming together next fall
0: well i think i think one the the interest is very high i mean but, but talking to dr teague and and uh just just within the league and the coaching staffs within the league i think the interest is very high there's going to be um you know a couple additions to our our conference and, and that's football playing playing addition so um you know It's, it's a, it's a very proactive, progressive, uh, conference. Uh, the commissioner is very open about that. He's very, very, uh, very excited about what the football potential is with the conference. And I think that's what gets me excited is just listening to him talk, listening to Dr. Teague's vision, um, and knowing that there is a plan in place. You know, obviously you don't want to lose a team of the caliber at Jacksonville State, um, and, and especially their football history, um, but but, it, but it is what it is. And, and, that you know, getting the opportunity to go to Conference USA was obviously something they couldn't pass up. So, um, But we'll, we'll, we'll add one or two or three more teams, and I know there's several out there. That that are uh, that are in the process of inquiring about the situation, and that's probably more of a Dr. T question. Uh, but but again, I'm excited about um, one the teams that are in here, but two um, the opportunity to add some quality quality uh, you know universities within this region that play football.
1: Nathan Brown joining us here in Conway today, getting ready again for Central Arkansas and Hendrix basketball. And talking a little bit of football, i got to ask you about your guy last night. I hate to shift gears. but man,
0: man, I know what you're going. (laughs) Tom
1: Tom Brady's biggest fan, Wes and Christian, is Nathan Brown. And watching what happened last night,
0: very disappointing. uh, Did the man get old before my eyes, or did the Saints just have that good of a scheme? Well, here's what I think. I think Tom Brady performs his best when adversity hits. And so there is nothing – what was it, five or six years ago, I think they played the Cowboys on a Thursday night – when he was at New England, um, looked awful. Maybe it was the Chiefs. The Chiefs beat him by 30 points, 35 points, and everybody's – Brady's, of course, he's 40 at that time probably, 39, (laughs) already washed up. Spring chicken, yeah. Uh, And everybody's talking about he's done. He's done. He's, you know, father time's hitting. That's what he wants. The guy guy thrives. History – all right. You're a betting man. Do you bet against Tom Brady? Not usually. No, you don't. And you're not going to bet against him next week either. No. Because he's going to get it right. And, and, and look, that, I think injuries hit him a little bit last night. You know, you lost Godwin and, you you know, had had uh, Mike Evans go out and then Fournette went out. And, you know, they're already missing Antonio Brown. So, um, so a lot of the guys that he's got the rapport with is missing, and he's throwing to I don't know who, you know, Scotty Miller and – you know, Gronk Gronk was there. Well, Gronk was there, but, you know, Gronk can only do so much. That's true. But, uh, yeah, Tom's fine. Don't worry about him. Let me ask you
1: about uh, your schedule next year. And I know you guys have a lot of work to do between now and then, but we talked about the Missouri State game opening on a Thursday, Ole Miss, and then Idaho State and Southeast Missouri, all road games back to back to back. How did this Idaho State game come together? That's not a school I initially think of when I'm trying to put together a schedule for a Central Arkansas.
0: Well, I'm just going through the states and checking them off on ones I haven't been to, <laughs> and so no, no. Look, does Anchorage have a football team? We can go to
1: Alaska <laughs> before it's no, all done.
0: Honestly, great, great recruit, uh, great, great. Uh, you know, job by Dr. Teague Again, I mean, obviously, puts together great schedules every year. And uh, he had came to me, I guess, probably about a year ago, and just said, "What about Idaho State? What about um, an opportunity to go play them? They're willing to, you know, basically pay for our trip to go out there, and um, you know, so if, so you you know, you're not having to you know push forward the funds to. To make that flight and get out there to Idaho or wherever it is, um, then, then it's obviously an opportunity. And, and look, I love, t- to me, the college athlete, athletic experience is about seeing and going places you've never been. And so to get an opportunity to go play a football game in Idaho in the northwest part of the United States is, is a great opportunity and obviously a chance to play, uh, you know, a, 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 a good FCS opponent. Yeah. And, you know, I know they, you know, they've had fallen on some tougher times here in, here in recent years, but again, You know, any win in that conference or an opportunity to get a win against that conference is big when it comes to RPI and and playoff seedings and all that stuff. So um, that's going to be that's going to be a fun trip. And then obviously getting a chance to play um, play play Semo, a a regional opponent, and then and then Ole Miss is is a great opportunity again to get get a chance to take crack at an SEC school. Obviously, probably coming off the best Ole Miss season, maybe in you know since they claim a national championship, I would assume. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and Coach Kiffin and that staff obviously has done a great job, but from what I understand, they're not going to have Matt Corral back, and and obviously they lost their offensive coordinator. So maybe it's a good time to get them early on next year and have a shot at it. You added a lot of uh, JUCO guys, uh, college transfers in this signing class. Was that uh, was that kind of on purpose? Was that kind of the plan for this uh, recruiting class? Yeah, West, to answer your question. Yeah, absolutely. I mean to be to be honest, UCA has made. You know, our success has been made on recruiting high school kids, and it's going to continue to be that way. But college football is trending in a direction that – uh, that none of us probably saw happening <laughs> with the, when the transfer portal happened. I mean, I think it was great in theory, and and, and look, there's still to me uh, a, a lot of positives to it. But the unintended consequence of the transfer portal has turned it into a, something similar to a free agency market, and that's 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 the NCAA's unintended consequence of making that decision, and and obviously the rules committee, you know, clearing it. And so we had to be more aggressive, and that's something that I discussed with my coaching staff. We had to be more aggressive in the transfer market get mature guys in here. Obviously, coming off a of five and six football season, we needed instant, immediate impact to go along with a lot of the great players we still have coming back. So I think what you're seeing, especially at our level, is we're able to get in on a better junior college player than what we have in the past because people are overlooking the junior college systems. They're they're spending all their time uh, in the transfer portal market the, the state of Mississippi, the state of Kansas, the state of Texas, those junior college systems have some great, great talent. And we've been able to get in there and, and, and maybe get in on a kid and sign a few kids in the past that probably would have had Arkansas State or Troy or Memphis, UAB, teams like that. So we're excited about the class that we were able to sign on, on, on Wednesday and uh, think that those guys, a lot of those guys, especially in certain positions, are going to come in and make an immediate impact.
1: That being said – you got a nice uh, FCS transfer coming in at quarterback, yes. and Wes, we've talked about him on the air a little bit because of the local connection to my hometown. I'm pretty excited about him, Coach. And uh, Lincoln doesn't turn out a lot of great football town, but you got a pretty good one at quarterback coming in here. You and I transfer.
0: Yeah, Will McIlvain uh, is his name, and again, a, a very heavily recruited transfer portal quarterback. Uh, two years ago, was a freshman All-American. Uh, at Northern Iowa the starting quarterback. adds a di- little bit different element than what we've been used to um, here at here at quarterback. Uh, very athletic kid, not a big kid. Um, you know he's he's not going to uh, to to wow you with the, with the eye candy. but again, a very good arm can make all the throws, but but what he does well is he makes plays. he makes the unscripted plays. you can turn, you can look at his highlight. he's got a 35 minute highlight. Um, from his time at Northern Iowa and, and and play after play after play, he just makes the unscripted plays. And um, As a coach, you obviously, especially playing the position of quarterback, that's huge, um, you know, and that's what you're seeing the trend in, in, in college football is, is those athletic quarterbacks. I'm excited to pair him and compete with a guy like Tyler G. I mean, Tyler G, you know, our true freshman from Cabot, Arkansas. I mean, to me, he's one of the most talented kids we've ever signed out of high school um, since I've been here, as, a, as even as a position coach or coordinator and now as head coach. Um, it's going to be fun to get those guys in here in the spring and compete compete against each other along with along with a few other names that that, that are are yet to be mentioned or, or aren't here yet as well.
1: Let me ask you about a couple of championship scenarios. We've got the two semifinal games in the FBS level and then coming up in January you got the FCS championship. Two places you've traveled to North Dakota State, yep. which there's no school of better tradition and Montana State yep. there's no school with a better view from the press box. It is absolutely spectacular. Snow capped mountains in the background. It is an amazing place to call a game. They're obviously gonna be playing in Frisco but. Who do you give the edge to, tradition or uh, scenic beauty and, and some tough road wins for Montana State here in the playoffs? I
0: actually had that discussion this morning with my dad. He, we were talking, and, and you know, he's – straight minds he, he, think like uh, No doubt. I mean, it, it, it's tough to call because I, I, I love the Montana State team. I mean, if you look at what they're built around, they're playing a freshman quarterback, uh, very athletic kid. They made the change. I think he made his first start the first week of the, of the playoffs. And so um, so uh, just they've got a little renewed energy with him. Um He's a playmaker. He's a winner. Um, the Troy Anderson kid is the best, one, maybe one of the best FCS players to ever play. Uh, the, the linebacker, number 15 for Montana State. Look him up. It's unreal. Look at the guy's thrown for 3,000 yards there. He's rushed for 2,000 yards. He's got like 300 tackles. I mean, he's a both way player. Wow. I think he played A ball in Montana high school. I mean, just one of those That's tough crazy. kids. Um, but but I, you can't, it's kind of like betting against Tom Brady. Do you really bet against North Dakota State? No. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, and, and and those guys just have a pedigree and a culture of winning, and um, so you know, if I was if I was in the betting market, it would be hard to go against the Bison.
1: How about in the FBS? What do you think? You gonna go with the SEC, or are you gonna look for an upset somewhere?
0: Well, I I, I think honestly, I think it's going to be a, an SEC matchup, uh, and I and uh, SEC is just that good. I mean, I like Mich- the Michigan story, and I, I love what 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 Jim Harbaugh's been able able to do, and I'm actually happy for him. I mean. That, that shows a little loyalty as far as Michigan University of Michigan goes, yeah. sticking with him. And I know he had the question marks and all that. So as a coach, you never want to see a coach get fired or whatever. You know, that's my profession. Uh, so for them to stick with him and then him, him to have the success this year, I obviously think that's really neat. And the Cinderella story of, of Cincinnati's fun, they, they may have the – you know obviously Bryce Young but they may have the second best quarterback in the in, in the in the playoffs so but I just see I see it what was it three years ago four years ago Alabama played Georgia in the national championship game I think it'll probably be that again Pretty good uh what's the
1: plan for Christmas
0: man whatever, whatever the so, kids say pretty much you know we got we've got a seven-year-old and a, and a nine-year-old and so we're we're pretty much in uh you know I hope Santa Claus is listening you know and and, and if he is he knows where our house is and uh, you know, they they, they 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 love this time of year and obviously Jessica and I love this time of year and, and so get a little break so yeah. coaching staff is able to we, we pushed hard the last two two and a half, three weeks, just like all coaching staffs did across the country and for our guys to get a breather um, and after putting together a signing class like we did, signing 26 guys last Wednesday, um, is, is big for, for, for your your mental stability and, and your physical stability, emotional yeah. stability. It's huge. So um, I'm soaking up every minute I can. Everybody always asks me, like, what do you do? And I'm like, man, I just sit at home. Like, that's what I like doing, like just relaxing and, and, and enjoying, enjoying time with the kids. But yeah, Christmas time in, uh, in in the Brown House is always always fun. Spring
1: will be here before you know it, too. You know that.
0: I know it. Spring will be here by Christmas, right? 70 degrees, I think, is what's supposed to be <laughs> no Christmas <doubt>. day. This <laughs> weather's crazy.
1: <laughs> Coach, I appreciate the time very much. Good seeing you, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family.
0: Yeah, Merry Christmas to, to you, Justin, and you as well, Wes. Thank you. See you, Coach.